0: Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 3 Continued Sessions from March 1961 Thursday, March 9th, 1961 Greetings, Children of the Light I use this term of greeting because each of you here tonight is walking in the light to your fullest ability. Continue to do this, my friends, and let your light ever increase, that you might walk ever in a brighter and more beautiful light. Tonight, beloved ones, we are going to attempt to create for each of you a greater light, that you might be helped as you go forth into your daily living. We have with us tonight a being who has been with you before, and each of you have with you your own teacher or wisdor. This ceremony we have performed for you here at Center R before, and we were happy to note that most of you received much good. So, beloved ones, relax. Let go. Open your hearts and your minds and let this energy flow through your being. Receive as you will. As I speak, this is being done. Your planet stands in great need of light at this time. But a great period of darkness must pass before the full impact of his light will be felt by planet Earth. But the time draws nigh when this great light shall permeate planet Earth. And as is stated in your religious histories, a new heaven and a new earth shall appear. This is a literal statement. You shall truly have a new heaven and a new earth. Even man himself will be renewed. Man of Earth will not be the same. He shall be a being of much higher intelligence, a much more highly refined physical body structure. All of his senses shall become active. He shall know himself as he really is. As Earth man stands today, More than one-third of his senses are inactive, and his brain is more than 90% inactive. The consciousness of earth man has been such that he has not made use of the faculties he possesses. Man must extend his consciousness. He must expand it ever outward. For as his consciousness increases, so shall his abilities to use the faculties which he possesses. Reach out, ever outward, for new and higher understanding. Some of the great teachers who have come to your planet have spent great efforts in trying to awaken your people to new truths, but these teachers by those who believed were worshipped as gods, which they were not. And those who disbelieved attempted to destroy them. These great teachers demonstrated many things to your people, and they did not declare them as miracles, as is recorded in your histories. They attempted to convey to these people that they too had these powers within them that they were but to develop them. But these powers can only be known through hard and diligent searching, through attempting to reach out and grasp understanding. One of your great teachers is quoted as saying, Where two or more are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of you. To most of your people, these are empty words, but I say to you, my friends, even tonight he has stood among you, as have others. These are not miracles. These are perfectly normal functions. The only reason you have not seen them is because some of your normal faculties are not functioning. Beloved children, Open your eyes, gaze into the heavens, and search for the truth that lies there. Each of you has full access to all knowledge. And true knowledge and understanding will be found in no other way than going within, making that contact with universal wisdom or mind, the storehouse of all that is, all that ever was or ever will be. For nothing is new. It is all there, and it is yours to have. Search it out, beloved ones, and claim that which is rightfully yours. For ye, my friends, are true sons of creation. Ye are creators in your own right. Claim that which is yours. I hope that each of you tonight has received much good from the light that you were given, for each of you has been surrounded the entire time I have been speaking in a field of universal energy, cosmic energy, that contains the life-saving essence of the universe. May the peace, the love, and the understanding of the infinite one rest in the hearts of each of you. Go in peace my friends, I leave. Tuesday March 21st, 1961 Greetings in the light my friends, I am Oxel of Arcturus. You have met here in the name of understanding. This, my friends, is a word that is greatly and widely used upon your planet, yet little effort is put forth to attempt to exercise and to use understanding. So little of this really exists. First, you must attempt to exercise understanding in your daily routine of life. Try to understand your fellow man, why he does and says the things that he does, why his beliefs and his actions are what they are. Try to understand that his environment may be different than yours. Extend to him your love, your friendship, and your understanding. The people from other planets within your system have been attempting for many, many years in your time to extend their understanding and friendship to the people of your earth, yet they have been turned away, rebuked in almost every attempt that has been made. Great offers have been made by these beings to aid your people, to raise your civilization to new standards, but these efforts have gone unnoticed and unaccepted by the powers that be. These beings have offered to bring to your planet new science, new economic systems, and to eliminate all disease and all sickness among your peoples, providing all wars be eliminated from your planet, that your people come together in agreement to live side by side in peace, in love. But your leaders argue that this cannot be done by the people of planet Earth in their present understanding, and that in order to bring about a change of this nature would bring great chaos and suffering to your people. They argue that a system of this kind could not be transformed rapidly, yet we know this can and will be done eventually. But as we see it from our vantage point, the opposition to our plans fear most of all, the loss of power in the hands of a few would be eliminated. For all mankind would work for the good of mankind and would not consider self-gain in his efforts to raise his standards. A great spiritual growth would be needed among your people in order to bring these things into being but here again my friends we have ways and means of helping you in this respect we come to planet earth with no other thought in mind than to extend a helping hand to raise our brothers upon planet sean to new and higher standards to bring to them a way of life that heretofore has not been known upon your planet and to bring to them peace, not only peace between peoples, but peace of mind. And this, beloved friends, is the greatest achievement that man can have. But man will not know true peace of mind until he understands himself, his brother, and his universe and allows to rise up within him a love which makes him at one with all creation. In other words, he blends himself into the one mind of creation, where peace does reign supreme. When man achieves this, he experiences true peace, true love, true understanding, true life, and he really begins to live. He knows love as love exists in creation, not as you know it in your way of life, for this is not love. We, the sons of Adonai, are in your skies waiting, watching individuals, helping, guiding, directing those who choose to attempt to reach this state of understanding. When this choice is made in true love, in sincerity, and some effort is made to reach out, we will be there to help. I leave you, my friends, by extending to you the love, light, and understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Wednesday, March 22nd, 1961 Peace, peace be with you, beloved Let thy hearts rest in peace And in this peace rise up, O children Rise up and come forth For the time is at hand when the Creator of light must stand forth Yes, the time of His kingdom The manifestation of this is at hand. The wheat and the chaff are being separated. Soon, once more, the great light shall shine upon planet Earth, and man shall once more know himself. But now is the time to come out and be counted. Man, if he is to reach the higher goal, must stand forth. There is so much to be done for mankind to awaken him to the truth that he must see. No longer can we stand upon ceremony. No longer can we hide in the bush. Man must face his destiny, the full knowledge of what lies ahead. Man must rapidly expand his consciousness if he is to reach the higher rungs of the ladder. No longer can he close his eyes to that which he does not want to see because of what embarrassment it may bring upon him. Man must recognize his errors and go about a way of correction. The time is now when man must be receptive to new knowledge and understanding, that he might bring himself into a higher state of consciousness. The day of seeking truth in the temple has passed. Man must now search within, within the temple of his own heart where lies all truth. He must learn to unlock the door and let it flow. And this, beloved ones, can only occur in the silence of your own chamber. So come ye out from among them stand forth and let your light shine lay your burdens at the feet of your creator and raise your heads high knowing full well that you are a master of it all the deeds of the masters that have trod the earth attempting to bring you the truth and understanding are yours to have and to hold But this is not done by withholding your light. Let it shine for all to see. Make peace with yourself, and you shall have peace with your fellow man. Earthman has not yet made peace within himself, therefore he does not have peace in the outer. For when peace reigns supreme within your own being, peace surrounds you everywhere. Therefore, let not trouble linger within your hearts, but rather, create the consciousness of peace. Beloved ones, take into your being great quantities of this creative light. Create it through your own consciousness. You have these powers within you. You can create what you will. No one can deviate your path, for it is yours to choose and to follow. Many are the students of truth, yet few are they who put into use the truths that they know, the truths that they have learned intellectually. For unless we use the power within us, the knowledge has availed us little, and I must repeat. Come ye out from among the masses and stand forth as one who knows the truth, who realizes the individual potentiality that lies within him and intends to master and use it for the good of all mankind. May the peace, the love, and the understanding of all the great masters surround each of you and fill your hearts to overflowing. Peace, beloved. Peace. Peace. Monday, March 27th, 1961. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Yom. I come here tonight with my friend, Anthon, and he and the instrument insist I speak to you for a few moments. I hope this will be agreeable with you. I must explain to your new friends here tonight that my English is not too satisfactory. In fact, I had not attempted to use your language until I spoke through this instrument, so I will ask you to bear with me and excuse my mistakes in your English. Perhaps you may even have to help me out occasionally with one of your words. Will you do this? Group: Yes. Yom: Thank you. I hope I am improving. I am making an effort to become more with your language. However, I do speak several other languages quite fluently. My friends, what shall we talk about tonight? How about light? Shall we talk for a few moments about this thing of which we speak so much called light? Does this meet with your approval? Group. Yes. Yom. Thank you. What is this thing we so often speak of called light? We make some very astounding claims for it, do we not? Well, in my experience and in my understanding, I find that this is a very powerful and real energy. It is known among the higher beings, or beings of higher understanding, I should say, as an energy containing all life-giving substance, and it is drawn from the atmosphere. Perhaps I should not use that word. It is quite difficult to find words to express some of these things. But this energy exists throughout space, throughout all eternity. It is something that is found everywhere. No matter where you are, it is there and you have only to call upon it. In other words, through your own thinking, your own thought power, you bring this energy into concentration about you or about someone or something which you ask to direct it to. Do I make myself clear? It is not really something that you create, for it is there. It is always there. It is everywhere. It is the energy of the universe upon which all things depend. Without this energy, you could neither exist in the physical or as even a spiritual being, for it is the life-giving energy of all things of the universe, of all creation. By bringing this into concentration, you are increasing its power, or rather bringing more of it together. I am trying to gather some words here, which would make or bring to you the realization of how this great power works. You might compare it to your electricity, for instance. This you are somewhat familiar with. You can have a circuit of electricity either a low voltage or a high voltage. The higher you increase the voltage, the more power you have. In other words, you are concentrating more of this energy in one place, so to speak. And with light, it is quite the same. The more of it you can bring into concentration, the more effective it becomes. It is possible to concentrate enough of this energy about you to create a field that would be impenetrable. It would work somewhat as the field around a spaceship. In the spaceship, a field of energy is created around the craft at all times. Nothing in space can touch the surface of the craft because of that field of energy that is created about it. You could push your hand as hard as you could against the side of the craft, but you could not touch the surface of the craft itself, for this field of energy would not allow you to do so. A similar force of energy, if concentrated enough about you, would serve as a protective wall about your being. Nothing could touch you. Is this not something, my friends? If we learn to concentrate enough of this energy about us, nothing in the world, nothing in the universe could bring harm to you physically. There are so many ways of concentrating this energy. Those who have higher understanding of science are able to do this scientifically through what you would call, I suppose, mechanical means or being done through a device of some nature. But it is not necessary to have this sort of method, for you can do it through your own mind concentration, through visualizing. It is possible by visualizing and concentrating, calling forth this energy to build it about you, to where it can actually be seen by the spiritual eye, as you call it and in some concentrated forms it can even be seen by your physical eyesight. But there are certain laws of nature, universal laws, that are also effective in the controlling of these energies. Love is one of these, for when you are using the universal laws, if you are using them in an attitude of love, devotion, humility, reverence. Your concentration or your powers to concentrate this energy is increased manyfold. Love, as it is known and referred to by earth people, is not what I speak of. It is quite difficult to put into words just what we mean when we speak of love. I should say that it is more of a reverence, A feeling of at-oneness with all creation, with all things of nature. Of the trees, of your brother man, of the animal world, of the planet or the planets, of the universe. Feeling a great reverence, so to speak, and feeling a part of all this. And knowing that you are a part of all this and that you are responsible in a minute way for all of this creation. Therefore you feel, you have rather a feeling for it, that you are a part of it, somewhat as you feel that you are a part of your children. It is more of the love tendency to feel a possessive love for their children, and this, my friends, is not a true love. For we have to realize that these children are not for us to possess, but rather, they are a part of all of this creation. We are merely instruments for them to manifest into a physical, chemical expression of life, and that they are only a part of us in relation to this chemical, physical world, so to speak but this is the closest thing in your expression here in the physical, chemical life expression to real love. I know that there are many parents who do have this type of love for their children. However, there are the other kind too, who do not realize that they are a separate expression of life and must express in their own way. But really, Love is something you cannot really understand until you come into a thorough realization of it and have really begun to feel this at-oneness with all creation. I feel that I have not at all made myself clear on this, but it is a most difficult thing to try to put into words that can be clearly understood. There's a note here that Yom speaks in a language called Solex Mal to Anthon. Yom continues, My friends, I am told I have a few moments yet, so I shall be happy to attempt briefly to answer one or two questions, if you have any, that would help clear up what we have been talking about. Questioner, can we realize this at-oneness with all creation in this physical life? Yum. It is quite possible to realize this in this physical life. For I think, at least I believe, that I have a fair realization of this love. And I am living at this time, and have been for quite some time in a physical, chemical body as you are in. There is no reason why this cannot be realized here. Questioner. Can we, by concentrating this light around us more often, more rapidly reach this state of at-oneness? Yum. I believe I could state that this would help, for this energy has a spiritual effect on anyone who has a concentration of it about them. In other words, it does help to open your spiritual centers, which, of course, does speed up, so to speak, your spiritual growth. But, in using any of the energies or laws of the universe, attempt always to use them unselfishly in love, with an attitude of love and reverence for this great power, which is actually what you speak of as God himself. Questioner, Will you give us a description of humility? Yum. Surely, you must know humility when you see it, do you not? For he who was humble, your great master whom you call Jesus, was he not a humble being? Did he not always refer to himself as the least among them and the least among you? You see, my friends, I am not a higher being than you. My teacher is not a higher being than I. He is merely at a different level of understanding, and he does not feel that he is better than I, or that he is wiser. He is merely trying to help me, to help bring me to a higher level of understanding. But he would not pass up the lowliest of persons. He does not feel that he is above anything or anybody. Questioner. Can you work more closely with us to increase our light in service to others? Yom. We cannot increase your light. We can add ours to yours. However, we who are working in the light are continually sending our light Attempting to concentrate energies where they will do the most good for your people and your planet. We will be glad at any time to help you in any way we can. I should like to state that I know that your teachers are all working closely with each of you, and they are, shall we say, giving you as much of their light as you can use at all times. So, you see my friends, it depends a great deal upon your ability to use the help you are given. You must take advantage of it. Do the things that are suggested to you. If you will follow the instructions that are given to you by your teachers, you will live in love as they suggest. If you eliminate ego, anger, And all of these things, your light will increase greatly. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Yes, thank you. And I hope you will tell us more about yourself the next time you visit us. Are you in the United States? Yum. No, I am not. There is not much to say about myself. I am not a very important person. I might say that I am a very good friend of the teacher of the instrument, and I come to you by his request many times. He has told me a great deal about all of you and your activities, and I am very interested. I am happy to see that people are attempting, at least, to spread love and understanding and brotherhood among people of Earth. And I say to you, my friends, it has never been needed more than it is needed at this time upon planet Earth. Now, my friends, I have carried on here long enough. I do not wish to bore you. It has been my pleasure to again be with you, and I wish to extend my gratitude for being allowed to come into your midst, and I hope I shall be welcomed again at a later time. Now, I must leave. I extend to each of you my deepest love and blessings, and may each of you reach very rapidly the heights in spiritual understanding that you aspire to. Good night, my beloved friends. Good night.